Hey, hey, and welcome to a whole new episode of 22 Minutes for Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm here with... Karen mills Austin. Happy New Week. It really feels like a new week as well. It does. It does. And I like the hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I love saying hey. Hey, hey. I know. I love it. I love it. Yes, yes, um, yes. Yeah. It's good to be with you once again, Sean. Oh, it's always good to be with you. And I, yeah, I really love how these conversations we have and... Um, really punctuate um, my week, and I that that is what I hope for everyone listening that it's it's something that is a uh, uh, a regular and a consistent in their week, which can pivot their um, pivot their thinking in what I hope is a positive way. Yes, and I want to say that as we have these conversations, we love the listeners listening, and it's for them, it's for you and me, it's for us. Because Mm -hmm. these questions are things that we are moving through, allowing for our individual and collective transformation. It's powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, It really is. And on that note, give us this week's question. Fact or truth? Um, Do you mind sharing your definitions of both of them things? Yes, yes. A fact is temporary, finite, limited, nowhere to go, and it equals that we're stuck. A truth is eternal, infinite, unlimited, changeless, open, and available to that which is real, and real with a capital R, and I'm talking about the presence here. A a truth allows us to have a vision, to to allow to allow life to have its way we let go does that help you <laughs> um, yeah it, it absolutely does help me and i really i really love the way you've articulated that you know i was uh i'll say apprehensive to have this conversation when you um when you told me what this week's question was going to be mm-hmm. because i really started to you know, run around my own head in regards to, well, where do I stand on facts of the world and what is tangible and what is spiritual truth? I don't believe I came to any solid conclusion, but I I did really want to, uh, I really wanted to look at it this way. So um, thinking of facts and truths and from hearing your, um, the way you articulated the difference in them things, uh, a fact being something that is limited, real with a capital R, truth being something that is eternal, real with a capital, no, real with a capital R, and a fact is real with a lowercase r. Yes. Um, but how much credence or credit would you give to a, a fact? Well, you know, there are there are things that... I guess when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about how we get to show up in life. So mm-hmm. there are facts, and there there's the truth. Facts keep us, I'll say it again, they keep us stuck. They give us nowhere mm. to grow. They are, the facts are things that go on in the world. Now, when I'm talking about facts and truth, I'm talking about how we can live our lives. This, Mm -hmm. the first time I was ever exposed to this was when my husband, John, was in the hospital. 
a minister, a New Thought minister, came to visit him. And he, I, re, I can see him so clearly now. He, his name was uh, Reverend David. And Reverend David came in, and he was a very um, beautiful, stately, strong, powerful man. And he said, as John laid in his hospital bed, he says, there's the fact. The fact is he's been giving this diagnosis. The fact is, is that he may stay in this bodysuit or he may transition. The fact is, is that, and he went on and on and on. And then he said, and you see how the fact is very, the facts are something that we can see with our eyes. Facts are something that we can, um, perhaps we feel we can't do anything about it. The fact is very human. The truth is where I got to dream, vision. There was an, there are infinite possibilities in the truth. The fact, the truth at the time allowed me to take a breath. Yeah. <laughs> it allowed me to get out of the way and let go and allow that which needed to happen to happen without getting caught up in facts. Okay, yeah. I really love this example. So if we put something on the table like an illness, mm-hmm. and this is where, as as always, I come to see that our belief systems are very much aligned. Of course. Because when I think about if you come across someone spiritual who is talking about something like facts and truth, especially when it speaks to an illness... Oftentimes, the narrative goes that uh, the fact is the diagnosis, um, but you can, you know, you can heal any illness which comes your way. Yes. Just, um, to put that in brackets for the time being, because mm-hmm. I, uh, um, m- maybe you do or do not believe that. I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about anyone who's listening. Yes. Um, however, this is what, it was thinking of that example that really had me... Uh, think about my spiritual philosophy overall and it really was the the caveat of yes we can heal ourselves caveat if we are to be healed at all and that is where i sit spiritually leaning into the the highest and the best is not always what my human brain will um diagnose mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. that the highest and the best so for example uh the the solution of constantly being able to delay your your transition through being able to heal your body that's for, for me that wouldn't be my ultimate spiritual way if the body is to be healed at all check but also knowing that the highest and the best may be that this is the point i i transition yes yes mm. and you know one of the things i i certainly believe that we have the ability to remember the wholeness of our body temple. Yeah. I also believe that when we pray, we have to release the prayer because one of the things that I learned in John's transition was a couple of things. I get to pray without an expectation for the outcome. I also got to remember that we're here 
We're all here on assignment, and we yeah. have no idea how long we have on this earth plane. The third point is, is that I believe that um, wholeness and perfection is right here, and where there is an appearance of a, a diagnosis, and certainly when we transition, that... The, that healing takes place, healing and revealing of the truth. I want to say it like that. Healing and revealing of the truth. Because remember, a healing is an opportunity for the transmutation of a, of a fact. Yeah. So that when we cross over, I believe that we are in the oneness of spirit. And we are without question then whole, perfect, and magnificent. Yeah. So there is a, so I believe that a healing always takes place. Either it's in the physical body right here and right now, and it's when we transition. So that's why I say the, the revealing of the truth. Yeah. We get to remember that truth if we're in our body suits, and certainly it's revealed to us when we transition. So if I, if you think back to that time where your husband was, um, was in the hospital and transitioning and knowing your spiritual belief and to, to take one of your own phrases where, you, um, you know, you often say something good is happening. Mm -hmm. um, when you say something like something good is happening, did that mean, and I know it didn't, but let me run this through. Did that mean something good is happening so John will recover or something good is happening so the right the right unfolding of events or the inevitable unfolding of events will take place? And that's yeah. the crux in my, mm -hmm. when I think about my spiritual philosophy, it's not this belief that everything has to be good as I would judge it to be good because I think that becomes neurotic, um, but to know... You know, you know, some people say God is good, which, which hey, I agree with. Yes. Um, I like to say God is God. And it's the, um, that judgment of good or bad just through my own human brain is, uh, is misunderstood. Yes, um, yeah. yes. Because God, I believe that God is only good. So there's no duality in God. Mm -hmm. There's only goodness. Human beings put the duality on it. So someone could say that um, John transitioning, because John transitioned, he went from the, the physical to the non-physical. When mm -hmm. I was praying, I was praying for his, for the healing of the cancer. I would never pray that way now. Mm -hmm. His yeah. transition allowed me to realize this presence at a deeper level. So when I was praying for the cancer, I was for for the cancer to be gone, I was acknowledging the cancer. I was acknowledging the the illness. And so when I pray now, I know the truth. I know the wholeness. I know the perfection. I don't give a name to the condition, yeah. as Joe Goldsmith says. I simply, because when I do, Joe Goldsmith says, I'm putting my attention on something mm -hmm. else, and I'm then worshiping two gods. Yeah. There's only one God, one power, one presence. 
So you would not believe if you if you were in that situation again, if someone had said um, something good is happening and therefore John will not transition. That that is not necessarily the truth. Now, if I were to do it again, the goodness that happened was this is what I remembered at that time. And I'm remembering right now is that. I had to remember, and this came through Reverend Coco, that John and I are on assignments. And we made a sole agreement before we took our, before we came into these body temples now. And the assignment was that I was going to be, learn to grow deeper in my loving, that I was going to take care of him. The assignment was that he needed to transition so that I could experience life and more life. That yeah. was the agreement. Uh, and and we did that. We came, and I didn't know this as I was moving through this because I was in worry, doubt, and fear. Now, 10, 11 years later, I can, I know exactly what I was to experience. I couldn't have uh, yeah. grown and expanded the way that I've grown and expanded with John on um, on the earth plane right now because I was supporting and loving John through his through his life through his body of work. Yeah, I just I'm really glad we're having this conversation because it's it's an area of spirituality that I'm still um, relearning my my way around and specifically yeah. when we look at. Uh, limited words like good, fact, truth, etc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, there is a community of people and a body of work that point toward that points towards the concept of good or truth as a finite uh, collection of of obvious things, the things that yes. our brain would call good. So, um, you know, better health, um, you know, more prosperity, etc. And, and I understand they are good and they're spiritual concepts. But when it comes to dealing with something like a diagnosis, a major injustice in the world, you know, you can look out at something which, um, you know, you can see that a certain group of people have been disenfranchised. And that's where I stand by the belief that um, something good is happening, uh, but not, hmm, how do I put it? But that doesn't mean that it will make sense on in in human beings on this earth. Um, yes, yes. Because, yeah. And, and, you know, I think that there are some people that are born to, to be of service, that they're born to sacrifice their lives to make sacred so that we can have more life, so that we can experience more life. So there are people who have been murdered. There are people who are starving and they die. There are people who are go to war and they die. They sacrifice so that, um, so that we can have a better life. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, it makes sense. And... Yeah, it's just um, it, it makes sense. And this is something that we cannot figure out with our human mind. Yeah, yeah, can't. exactly. And yeah, and that's and that's the 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 issue I take with mm-hmm. um, some teaching out there and some things that I've taught and you know even got behind at certain times uh, that 
if you are spiritual or if your consciousness is high enough, nothing quote unquote bad can happen to you. Yeah. And, and, that, it, and yeah, that I don't believe. No, because yeah. if we, the, this whole idea that something bad is something good is not in the mind of God. It's yeah. always good happening. So human beings say, oh, that thing that happened to me was really bad. It, it wasn't because you've expanded through it. Yeah. And, and I think you see this a lot in, especially if I think about um, American Christian circles, where it's this very binary belief that God is good and that equals only what we perceive as good things to happen in your life, yes, which is an right. impossible an impossible tightrope to walk because we all have life experiences. Um, but that, yeah, and that kind of equation is just not something that I... And I know mm-hmm. the same with you. Not something I can I can get behind. I believe the most. I mean, gosh, look at um, you know, look at theology. Look at some of the most sacred spiritual figures of all time. Their lives were not one of ease <laughs> or yes, or just yes. everything being very perfect for them. In fact, they were often lives um, that had very some serious trials and tribulations. And I mm-hmm. believe that is the that's the spiritual life and the spiritual way that I'm learning more and more that I. Um, I believe in, as opposed to, like I said, this idea that my consciousness is higher and therefore nothing, quote unquote, bad can happen to me. Because I believe that's yes. a uh, that's a uh, impossible tightrope to walk. Remember last week we were talking about reacting and responding. I think mm-hmm. that was last week, and we. Uh, so when we have. When we have, when I have this deep abiding trust in this presence and this power, knowing that everything that happens is my life, in my life is for my expansion, then I get to no longer look on things as something bad happening to me. I I just don't look. You know, this whole thing with John. People said, thought that was a bad thing, and as I and I felt that way. I felt that way, and because it's been eleven years now, and I've had the opportunity to see all the benefits, because I have learned to respond when the world thinks that something bad has happened. I see it as an opportunity to know that something is for me. Something is for me, no matter how horrific it is. Because remember, this presence and this power is always being itself. It's always being itself. Yeah. I get to trust it. Yeah. And that's the, yeah, and that's the exact same um, meaning of when I say, you know, I don't say God is good. I say God is God. And you say, you know, this presence is just being itself. Yes. That is, yeah, that's the spiritual philosophy that, yes. I, that I adore to live in, knowing that on, in, in the sense of the world, things are going to come up and things are going to um, throw me off balance that appear to be unpleasant, unjust. Mm, yes. And I don't have to be cool with them. I don't have to condone them. However, there is also the bigger picture of... For, the, for this conversation, what we're saying is truth, which is also in play. And it reminds me of a time, and I never I never forget this, and I remind myself of it a lot, something you said to me where I was worried about um, 
there was two people I was worried about. I was getting a hard time off two people. Um, and I said to you, I said, Karen, I'm really worried that they're going to um, start this smear campaign. <laughs> and you said, <laughs> and you said, but they can't do anything. They're human beings. Yes. And I, I always remember that because once again, yeah, the facts on the table were there was a disagreement with, with two individuals. That's right. Uh, they may or may not have been planning some, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, so, some way to escalate the disagreement. And you just took me out of that completely by saying, you know, they, they can't stop your good coming to you. They're human beings. Yes. And on a, and I, and as much as I can appreciate that as a micro example, I really believe that speaks to the spiritual philosophy I believe in, which yes, there is facts on the table on the human plane that are not always pleasant. In fact, they're, that's oftentimes maybe not, but there is a, there's something bigger, all-consuming and much more powerful that also exists. I, that's what I believe. Yes, yes. And to say I am more than this. Mm -hmm. As human beings, we give away our power all the time. And we yeah, let we people, um, we let people have their way with our lives. Yeah. And that's when we do that, we're in worry, doubt, and fear. When mm -hmm. we remember that we are powerful, when we remember that we are more than this, when we remember that life is for us, when we remember that there's something in the midst of this that is for us, then that's when we get to rise up. <clears throat> you know, we were talking earlier about this wonderful word that Abraham Hicks uses, allowing so we get to allow our power to emerge. We're remembering it. They talk about being in the vortex. When we're in the vortex, we are strong and powerful. That's the truth. That's what is real. When we're outside of the vortex, we're in worry, doubt, and fear. We're yeah. responding. We're reacting. We're reacting to human beings that really can't touch us. Mm, they can't yeah. touch us. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I just want to make sure before we close up this conversation, I do want to put spotlight on uh, in, in the binary sense. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of studies, people are aware of so many of them, of a, of a positive causation between spirituality, spiritual practice, and a healing of, of an illness. There, yes. there is no denying yes. you can, yes. you know, you can find thousands of studies and i actually i pulled up some really recent ones from just the past couple of years um about specific practices for specific diseases long story short that that is um that that is an undeniable fact <laughs> um, out there yes but, like i said the caveat being um if that illness is to be healed at all and what i'm saying there is you can't fail spiritually you get better or you don't, you haven't failed spiritually. Yes. And let me say this. As I was praying for John, as I was wanting him to remain on this earth plane because of the uh, condition that he was in, I didn't know what he wanted. Mm -hmm. I knew what I wanted for him. Yeah. So in that state, he could have been saying to himself, I'm ready. I want to experience life as I'm transitioning into my perfection out of body. I yeah. have no idea. He 
was open and available to make a choice. And he chose, along with spirit, he was in agreement that it was his time to move to the non-physical. Oh, incredible. Karen, thank you so much for this conversation. I look forward. You know, this season, we're really... Uh... I really love the way we're posing questions with this or this because I do think it is really, uh, it's really developing a great dialogue with uh, that, that that incorporates you know multiple beliefs and opinions, which is the whole the whole point of why we do this. So yes, um, absolutely. Thank you so much, and thank you uh, for everyone listening. Lean into um, facts and truth. Um, discover what your stance on that question is, and we'll be back next week. Lots of love, everybody. <laughs>